Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, I just want to make sure that you're getting this podcast each and every week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it, as well as share it with all of your friends. Now, we have been talking about the gift of discerning of spirits, and that's a gift from the Holy Spirit where he enables you to know what spirit is behind the matter. And uh, that keeps you in the know, and it helps you to, to react and respond intelligently, as well as to pray intelligently. And God wants to keep us in the know so that we are not in the dark. And so he gifts us with this grace from the Holy Spirit. We, we read about it in 1 Corinthians 12, and it's a gift that operates through our senses. You're going to see something, you're going to hear, feel, taste or even smell something and then uh, through a dialogue with the Holy Spirit he's going to tell you what those things imply what those things mean and so we've been concentrating lately on discerning the presence of the angels that that uh, often you discern the angels as the Holy Spirit allows you to to discern it you'll you'll see them uh, you'll feel them, you're, you'll hear them, and that they are messengers from God that are sent to help us. And so we want to know when angels are, are activated on our behalf so that we know what God is doing because he's the one who sent them to help us. And so when it comes to angels, you know, I had an experience, uh, I would say about a year ago, and I actually encountered the angel of time. Now, there are different kinds of angels and different assignments for angels, and and I'm using that term a little bit loosely. It's more that it had an assignment for time, so I'm going to refer to it as the angel of time, but that's really more about the assignment and the nature that this angel carried. And so what happened is I was uh, ministering overseas, and I was at a particular church, um, you know, I was going to do their Sunday service as well as do a conference later in the week. And so what happened is I had a dream the night before the church service, and I began to see in the dream some of the situations that this church had faced. Uh, and they were very demonic in nature. It was like it was like Satan wanted to silence this church, and he was he was stirring up people uh, that that just weren't aware that their their behavior and their beliefs were coming from a demonic source. They just weren't aware of it. And so he was stirring up people to try and create problems and rifts and disunity in this church in order to shut it down. And I saw it all in, in the dream. And I, I woke up with some very distinct thoughts about it. And I was, I was really praying into it and asking the Lord, you know, what is, what is wisdom here? You know, you're speaking to me very specifically. This is obvious. You, you've told me this because you want to redeem something. You want redemption uh, in this situation that this is this is a church that's on your heart uh, to to thrive and to to be everything you you called it to be and so th- what happened then is I as I actually got to the church service there was a there was a prayer meeting right beforehand and I was praying with their intercessors and I went into a vision um, and this is one of those visions where it was it was almost like a 
you know, like you're inside of a movie and you're watching a movie and you're watching things play out right in front of you. Well, in this vision, I saw two angels and, you know, to be honest, I had come into this church, this church service intending to talk about the glory of God, uh, the manifest presence of God. And I anticipated that there would be miracles and signs and wonders of that nature because that's what I carry. And that's what I anticipated. And so when I was looking uh, at what was happening in this vision, I was watching what was taking place in front of me. I saw two angels. And one of those angels was an angel uh, for glory. And basically it was an an angel with an assignment to administer the glory of God. And so that was interesting because I already had that message and that that push in my heart, you know, to, to bring that to this church. But then I saw a second angel. And I knew by the gift of discerning of spirits, this is, this is all the gift of discerning of spirits. I'm seeing and I'm discerning motives uh, and discerning assignments within these, these two angelic beings that God had sent. And so this, this one particular angel, I discerned that it was there for the restoration of time. And I've never even considered that. I've never thought thought that before. I've never read anything about it. Yet in the vision, I knew exactly what it was about. And I watched these two angels seem to have a planning discussion. And uh, the the angel that was assigned for glory uh, was talking to the angel assigned to restore time. And the angel assigned for glory appeared to concede his lead to the other angel. And I thought that's very interesting. Apparently God is going to do something different. Now, sometimes we, we notice as ministers that we'll get up to, to, to preach somewhere and all of a sudden our message will shift the moment we step into the platform, but we don't always see what's behind the scenes. We don't see what's going on in the spiritual realm. We just feel it. We sense it. We know, we know the Lord well enough that we, we can, we can sense the shift of direction. Well, this time I watched the shift of direction in the spiritual realm happen because of what was going on with these two angels. And so I knew that the Lord was going to do something different. Yet I wanted to come into this, this church and still practically and pragmatically explain to them what God was doing. Yes, I had a vision. Yes, I saw angels. But sometimes if we're not careful in how we communicate things, it can come off really mystical, um, but with no real purpose. And I had to, I had to figure that one out uh, pretty much on the spot. Now, the good thing is I'm, I'm aware of angels and I, you know, I always test the spirits and, and test these kinds of visions against uh, the, the written word of God and everything lined up. Uh, you know, angels are sent on assignment to help and angels never contradict uh, the written word. And, and, you know, angels are sent to do the things that, that uh, reflect the nature of God. So all these things were lining up, but the whole thing about restoration of time, that one, you know, if I hadn't studied the nature and topic of time, I might've been stumped right there because, because the time has a flexible nature to it. I don't know if you, if you've ever been aware of that, but think of this, you know, God created uh, time for mankind, uh, but he's not confined to time himself. I mean, in Genesis one, God 
said, let there be light. And there was light and God saw the light and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness. He called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. That's Genesis one, verse three to five. And although, you know, we're subjected to time, God isn't. And this explains perhaps how one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. That's second Peter chapter three, verses eight. And it also explains references to things apparently done before the foundation of the world, such as being chosen in him or his works having already been completed and the lamb being slain uh, before the foundation of the world. You know, all these things that are playing out now in chronological time and yet were finished beforehand. And these are these are mysteries. You know, I, I don't understand them completely, but but they're there and they're mysteries. We see with Joshua that he spoke to the son in Joshua chapter 10, verse 12 and 13. He told the son to stand still over Gibeon in the moon in the valley of Ashalon. And, and so the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the people had revenge upon their enemies, you know. And so so time, you know, w- literally stopped so he can he can complete a battle that God gave him a word for that he, he would actually have victory over. And so we see the flexible nature of time. And it shows us then that time is bendable and it's something that can be shortened. It can be sped up. It can be restored as needed. And so hopefully you're catching my point behind God's plan to restore some lost time. And that is entirely possible in his kingdom. And so I communicated all these principles and points to this congregation. And I I just basically prayed and I asked the Lord to release the angel of time uh, to, to restore the time that was lost. You know, and I was citing the scriptures in Joel chapter two, where he restores the lost years. And when I did that, a wind went through the room. People felt it. It was, it was amazing. A wind went through the room. You, you felt this wind and then people began to moan and groan as if, as if they were encountering something uh, in the presence of God. And so, so I knew all of this was real and that this church was on the verge of a restoration that was supernatural. The Lord was going to restore time. And I felt like I need to bring this to you today because I feel like the Lord wants to restore lost time for you. I, I felt so strongly that this message was something that needed to be brought to this podcast because the Lord was doing a work in you of restoring time that he, that he wants to send his angels for that assignment specifically to restore years that have been lost, stolen, swallowed, whatever happened to you, because he wants, he wants to do a catch up in your life so that you can fulfill all the purposes that God has for you. It's not too late. It's not too late for anything. God can catch up time. And so I'm going to pray for you. And I want you to pray as well because he's doing something, a miracle here. Angels being released to restore time. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you, you are the Lord of time. You can shorten it. You can lengthen it. You can do whatever you want with it. And Lord, you are redeeming it because that's your nature. So we ask you to send those angels to do what we know that they can do. They can restore time. I don't know how it's going to happen. It's a supernatural work. But Lord, we put our trust in you right now that we have asked and you will give to us these angels to restore time that has been lost. And we just say thank you. Did you pray that prayer with me? I sure hope so. 
I'm just believing that God is doing a restoration work in your life that you never even thought possible. Well, thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Make sure that you help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.